last time on the Shy Life podcast disappeared. How are you? Are you all right? Fine. Yeah, just calling for a chat. Are you? Are you free? Well, I'm kind of in the middle of something, but I'm sure it'll be okay to chat. Oh, if you've got people there, uh, I can call back. <laughs> no, I'm just halfway up a ladder. I'm uh, I'm painting. Uh, have you heard any more from Max after what he told you that day? No, darling. No, I've not. Um, I, I, I still can't quite take it in, but uh, oh goodness me. Anyway, uh, I, sorry, I just need to I just need to reach up. Oh, oh damn it! Oh, oh no! Ah! Oh! oh. Bettina, are you all right? Bettina! Oh, what was that crash? Oh, oh my goodness, Bettina! Bettina? August? I, I, I don't understand, Paul. Well, what's happened to her? Well, well, well uh, it seems like it could be amnesia. She, she, she's bashed her head, I suppose. Come on, darlings, we're going to be late. Uh, just, we're just, uh, we're just, uh, yes, we, we, we're just, um, we'll be there just, just a second, Bettina. Uh, properties. Um, you think this is what needs to happen, yeah? That she needs to go to the hospital for a proper examination? Oh, yes, I think so, definitely. She, she's quite befuddled and, uh, well, you know, she may have temporary uh, amnesia or, or whatever this is. Um, and uh, I think something needs to be done. All right, all right. And uh, she still thinks you're Max. Yes, she thinks I'm Max in a disguise. It's fine. Let's just get going. All right, let's, let's get in. Blimey. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, are, are you uh, are you in, uh, uh, August Damius? I am. I won't say much. I'll just sit here with a horrified look on my face. I don't blame you. Oh, dear, oh, dear. It won't take long. We'll, we'll get to the hospital quick. Max, what's wrong with you? You seem on edge. Uh, well, uh, I am a little bit on edge, yes. Um, but it'll all be fine. Oh, oh, come closer, sweetheart. Don't be so nervous. What's wrong with you? Are you still playing a part? You can drop the accent now. Oh, well, no, it's... It, well, um, Bettina, um, oh... Uh. Oh, come here, darling. We're married after all. If you can't smooch at a party, then, uh, well, where can you smooch? Oh, I love the 1970s. I feel so, so, so liberated. <laughs> yes. Yes, you, you look liberated. I want to get my hair done. I, I must look a mess. I can't seem to find a mirror in the whole house. <laughs> no, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, great. Uh, listeners, we've got to go. Oh, dear. 1970s, Bettina. I think we really do need to call on Aunt Tappy. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Gosh. Oh, my goodness. Whatever next. <laughs> Well, the, the 1980s would be next, but... Uh, no, I... Oh, anyway. Oh, lava. Now we will continue our story. So don't go away. Here we come, exclamation. Hello, 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 hello. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Good luck, studio. And now... Another really exciting episode of the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. All I wanted was a pie, and then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it, is it deep? Is it deep? <laughs> Boy, he said all that shy is right. 
Blimey, Governor, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Excellent. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? I'm all right. Um, so what's this episode going to be about? Well, I guess it's a kind of sequel to one that uh, we released recently concerning Bettina. Now, those of you who heard that episode may remember that, uh, well, she and I were talking on the phone. She was in the middle of some DIY converting uh, a room in her house uh, for a study because August had been slowly encroaching over a lot of the other rooms that she used to have access to. And so she decided that uh, this room was going to be just for her and she was working on it herself. I mean, of all things, she's not a DIY expert. She could have got people in. Uh, Times are not as hard as they were for her, you know, when we first met her she she does have the money she could she could have paid for somebody to do the work but i guess it was a little hobby for her a little uh project and anyway she fell off a ladder she fell off a ladder and we presume she banged her head and although she was fine in herself she um reverted to her 1960s self she thought it was the the 60s we had to lure her to a hospital by saying it was a party venue she she mistook Cromarty for her her husband Max. She wasn't really sure who I was, and she thought Yeti Uncle John was the gardener. And uh, yeah, well, thankfully she didn't see Ick. I'm not sure what she would have thought about poor old Ick. But uh, anyway, uh, but she was released from hospital, and the only change we noticed is that she kind of shifted along the timeline. She no longer referred to Max. In fact, she was cross with Max. She was cross with Max, and they had divorced, I think, in the mid to late 60s. So, um, and the last time we spoke to her, she was talking about going to David Bowie and Roxy Music and, and T-Rex concerts and couldn't work out why Cappy wasn't around. So maybe she'll eventually reach the 2020s. But for now, she's still somewhere in the 70s. And uh, we're hoping to get Aunt Tappy involved in this episode. Uh, we've been keeping her away from mirrors because the doctors aren't sure whether if she sees how much older she is than she thinks she is, that it, it could it could be a shock. Um, anyway, let's run the theme music. When we come back, we'll continue our story from where we left it off. All right, run that theme music. You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. Hello, Paul. Oh, no, I'll go anywhere for Delicious. Hello, campers. How are you? You quite like a big bang, don't you, Paul? <laughs> go Shy Yeti. Oh, I hope you haven't found out my secret. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Yeah, I, I'm strangely drawn to Yeti Uncle John's ankles as well. <laughs> Has the Shy Life podcast slowed down? I don't think so. It's all green and easy. Yum, 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 yum. Has anyone seen my hot sausage? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for it to begin. 
is the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Marvellous. Marvellous, Paul. So, yes, as I was saying before, um, this episode is uh, partly about how Bettina is, but there'll be other things going on, uh, as ever. I'm sure there'll be quizzes and, I don't know, uh, Sutton Park clips uh, and all the usual things and maybe some chatting with with other guests. I, but the situation with Bettina is that she fell off the ladder and suffered some form of concussion, um, which made her think she was back in the uh, the 60s. And, uh, and we were kind of hoping that this would, you know, that this would be a short-term thing. And... It, it kind of has been and hasn't been. It, it certainly hasn't, you know, cleared up overnight. But what actually is happening is that she's slowly moving through the decades, remembering things. So I think the last time we spoke to her, she was she was in the 70s um, the other day. I don't know if that's since we've spoken to you. But anyway, she's slowly rolling through the decades and obviously acting like she did in those decades. Um, so it's, it's, it's sort of a bit confusing. We just hope that uh, she, she'll reach the, the 2020s and then stop. She won't sort of go beyond it. I'm sure that won't happen, Paul. I really I, I really don't think that will happen. That That's kind of unlikely. Are you sure, Comity? I think so. I don't think she can live the life that she has not lived yet. Well, yeah, I know what you mean. I just thought maybe she'd roll off into fantasy. I mean, she's kind of living in a a fantasy from the past at the moment, so I know what the human brain's like. You you do, Paul? Well, to a certain extent. Not in a scientific way like you or Ick, but, uh, or, or even Mr Trowbridge. But I just thought that, who knows, she might begin to go beyond well I don't think that will happen we're not there yet anyway do you, do you know what year she's reached well um, I believe I believe she is coming to the end of the 70s that when I spoke to Martin yesterday I could hear her on the phone she was very uh, well she, she, she was looking for Aunt Tappy to be honest she wanted to go to Studio uh, 57 is that right 62, 48. Um, it, it was Studio 54. I, I believe there was a, a Club 57 as well, but uh, I think around the same time. I, I don't know the difference. Well, I, I know that I think Studio 54 is, is the one that you probably mean. Oh, yes, Studio 54. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. Um, she, she was quite enthusiastic. Darling, where is she? I can't seem to get in touch with her. We were supposed to be going for brunch. Oh, I expect she stayed out at Studio 54 to, to the small hours and is sleeping it off. Uh, uh, it's possible, Bettina. I, I, I'm not sure. Uh, I, I'm sure she'll, she'll reply to... You've left a message on her aunt's machine. Yes, darling, I have. I've left many messages. Oh, dear. I didn't recognise the number at all. It wasn't the number I was thinking of, but it's the only one that seems to be in this address book. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I don't understand it at all. Oh, um, maybe I'll just go down there, darling. Maybe I'll just go down there. Uh, well, um, 
uh, August asked me to uh, keep an eye on you. Darling, what do you mean? I don't understand. August. Who is August? And who are you? Are you my babysitter? <laughs> my butler? I don't understand. You, you, you lot talk a little nonsense sometimes. I think you're doing it deliberately to confuse me. Are you my agent or something? I don't recognize you. Who is August, my agent? I really am befuddled. <laughs> oh, I think I need to have a lie down. I must admit, I'm a bit befuddled. What was Martin doing over there? Well, uh, Paul, um, August had to go out and, uh, you know, just to get shopping and things. And, well, he didn't want to come back and find out that she'd flown to New York or something. Oh, right. So Martin was babysitting, like she said. Pretty much, yes. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Of course, she didn't understand who he was. She doesn't even know who August is. She's confused. She thinks that one of them must be her agent. It, it, uh, it, it, is, it is upsetting. Yes, yes, it is. Oh, dear. Um, so, so, is it safe for us to go over? Well, Paul, that, that is um, debatable. Uh, yes, I'm not sure. I just, I just wish she'd get back to normal. Um, everyone has to pretend to be things they're not. Um, yes, well, of course, when she sees August, she thinks he's Damius. Um, but, you know, uh, most of us weren't even on the scene um, when she was going to Studio 54. Um, but I expect by the time we arrive over there that... Um, well, we'll be in, in the next decade altogether. Well, we'll just have to pretend to be part of her posse. Um, you know, uh, part of the people she hangs out with. Yes, yes, well, anything we can do to hurry her on back to the 2020s. Well, that's decades away. I think... I think we need to uh, consider this whole business about the mirrors... She's going to have to see a mirror at some point. Yes, yes, Paul. I, I had considered that myself. Although it could be a shock, it could be a shock. The jolts are back into the here and now. Yes, yes. But I, I do want to get Aunt Tappy, at least on Skype, um, to have a word with her. Bettina seems to become quite agitated about where she uh, is. And obviously, back in the 70s, I think that was one of their key decades for hanging out. Um, do you know exactly when they met? Uh, sometime in the 60s, I think. Probably towards the end of her marriage to Max. I believe um, Tappy does have some memories of Max. None of them good, of course. Well, no. But, uh, yeah. You know, the late 60s, all of the 70s, and quite a lot of the 80s, they were big, big chumps. Yes, Paul. And then they fell out in the late 80s, is that right? Yes, o o over a man who I think turned out to be an alien. I forget now. We did discuss it on the show many years ago. Yes, yes. And then they were out of contact. I think they were out of contact for... I don't know if there were any exceptions, but I think they were out of contact the 90s, the noughties, um, I guess until the middle tens. Uh, well, we reunited them around... I don't know, 2017, was it? So they've been back friends again for, for what, over five years now? Something like that, yes. Uh, yeah. It's really sad when you think of it, isn't it? 
what's that, Paul? Well, they were such good friends, and there were all those years where they could have continued their friendship, and, and yet they, they didn't. You know, 25 years. They were out of contact, as far as uh, I understand it. A bit more than 25 years. I think all the fun they could have had in the 90s and the noughties, travelling around and doing things. And I know Tappy's been involved with uh, Doppy's Smellcast since the early 2010s, but I'm not quite sure you know, what she had been doing in those 25-plus years. I think uh, Bettina's career was sort of, you know, less successful by the 90s and noughties. I mean, I think, if anything, her career is sort of revived in the last five years. Ah, ah, Paul, it is all to do with the success of the podcast. I, I'm not sure that's true, but I think you often find it. Some of those actresses, um, I, and it often seems to be actresses, that were perhaps... Um, I don't know, uh, in films in the late 60s and 70s, maybe they played a vampire in a Hammer film, but only for a few scenes. But now, because time has moved on, they are still a, a, a connection to, you know, the past, and, and they maybe worked with famous people like Peter Cushing or, or Vincent Price or whatever, and uh, it's like a, a, a connection. And so certain directors... Um, who are more like, I don't know, my age or a bit younger, they're kind of like, oh, we must get that person involved because, you know, they they were never really appreciated in their time and they could be appreciated now. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of... Uh, it's kind of nice in a way. Some of these people, they have a, a renewed career in, in their, I don't know, o- older years. Yes, Paul, I know what you mean. It's just a shame that... Uh, uh, I think it was probably in the 90s and noughties that uh, Bettina had to start giving away bits of her house and, you know, turning it over to that charity. Yes, well, Paul, things aren't as bad as they were. It uh, definitely helped finding those spiders. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, uh, listeners, uh, I don't know if you know this. You, you probably do if you've listened... For many years. Well, I think one of the, th- the things that um, has um, improved her fortunes is, is meeting Damius or, or, or August. I mean, except for when he went missing. But uh, when they were just romantically involved and not, um, you know, not married, uh, they did that tour of Europe in a caravan doing plays in different towns. I think that got her quite a lot of good press. Um, but uh, as, as I mentioned... Yeah, uh, she found out that uh, the spiders, some of the spiders that lived, some in the attic, some in the cellars, that their webs were very rare and very, and were very highly sought after, which um, definitely helped with her fortunes, as it were. Yeah, and people have been calling on her for voiceover work and the occasional, you know, oh, conventions. Oh, yes. Horror conventions, science fiction conventions. She was in a lot of films. She she was. I mean, mostly in the 60s and, and 70s. But, uh, yeah, the sort of films that people um, are interested in, you know. Uh, and, and, and European films as well. Not necessarily mainstream blockbusters. And I think that's the thing. In the last um, five or ten years, there's been a lot more interest in lesser-known films because there's so many films out there that uh, perhaps weren't widely distributed or um, were less known. And 
the big mainstream films, I mean, some people love talking about them, but I mean, how much more can be said about films like Star Wars or Jaws or, or you know, all of those, you know, much bigger films. And, and, and you know, it's those sorts of films, the Star Wars is, or the, you know, the Halloweens, or, which are kind of the films that, um, you know, mainstream cinema goers really love but uh, a lot of people get fed up of hearing about those and, and start exploring more obscure areas of cinema but uh, and listeners you may remember we've talked to Bettina about uh, some of her uh, obscure films from the 60s they're getting such a cult following now it's great I mean and Damius is in a, or August is in a lot of those in, in small roles um, playing tea kettles tea kettles or hat stands or, or I don't know various different things he he was a very um 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 he was a very talented uh um you know actor that uh, he could uh, carry off all all kinds of 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 weird wonderful roles but uh anyway listeners far too much nattering uh we really ought to get over to patina and see how she is is yeti uncle john gonna drive us I think he I think he probably will. Do you think that she'll still think he's the gardener? She probably will still think he's the gardener. I'm sure that it must better do something with all his time travel stuff. Well, as I say, anything we do could have a potential negative reaction. I think I want to go and speak to him though. Go and speak to him before we go over. Um and I need to go and fetch Yeti Uncle John anyway, because uh, uh, we need him to drive us over. All right, Paul, will you go and do that? Maybe I'll go and speak to Yeti Uncle John. Well, I mean, I've got to walk past the magpie hut. You can come with me to Aix if you want. Um, well, well, okay. Uh, I'll come with you as far as the magpie hut anyway. Okay. Um, listeners, sorry. This is all very confusing, but it's all very confusing for us. We just want to help Bettina, but we don't know how best to speed things up. We want her to be back to her usual self. It's very confusing having to pretend to be different people and, and, and or whatever we're doing. <laughs> but yes, we'll go and we'll go and speak to Ick and speak to your Uncle John, and then we'll go over. And I don't know. I still think if we can get Aunt Tappy to speak to her, that I don't know. It it it, it it's just not knowing what to do. It's confusing, Paul. But, but yes, listeners. I think it's time for a clip, maybe a sudden back clip or, or a quiz or something. And uh, yes, when we come back, we'll, we'll we'll speak to the others and then make a plan of what to do. I mean, maybe us showing up is, is a bad thing. We could just be confusing her even more. I don't think that's the case, Paul, but uh, ugh, yes, well, uh, we, we ought to get moving. Yes, yes, I, I guess we should. Uh, listen, have a listen. Which American singer had her first top ten hit in Britain 
1986 with What Have You Done For Me Lately? Uh, Johnny, Jack- oh. Johnny Jackson. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those mm-hmm. ones where I, I think it was it Jodie Watley. Uh, and, um, yeah, Jodie Watley's a funny one. Uh, Jodie Watley came, came up in Pointless the other day. Jodie Watley's weird because I don't really know anything, but I think she was massive in America, much bigger than she was over here, Jodie Watley. And I think she might have had like one hit over here, but she had like 10 in America. Well, I didn't, I didn't mean, uh, I don't know what that was. Not sure. Mm-hmm. Look it up. Uh, 90s in 1997, never ever became the first number one for which group? All Saints. Yeah, 21st century. Which singer had her third consecutive number one hit in 2000 with Bag It Up? Jerry Halliwell. Correct. Titles complete the title of Radiohead's 1997 hit, Paranoid. Android. <laughs> yes. Which this is initials. Which 1991, originally 1962 song by The Clash, or 1982? That's really, <laughs> tiny, really tiny. These numbers. <laughs> Basically, which which famous Clash song yeah. has the initials S I S O S I G? Could I stay or could I go? Yeah. Should and I stay? Sorry. Oldies. The Flying Pickets had the Christmas number one in 1983 with Only You. Who had the original hit in 1982? Yeah, Zoo. Correct. They waited a whole year before um, before releasing it. Well, you went through that card. Hopefully there'll be a rap one. 1980s. Joe Fagan's 1984 song, That's Living All Right was a theme to which TV series? Our feet is packed. Yeah. I had got that as well. 90s. What is the real name of Fatboy Slim? Um, God. Uh, there's, a, there's a longer bit, but I, it's basically what, what's his real name? Yeah. Um, I know. He I had know, hits but... with Rockefeller Skank <laughs> um, and Praise You. I know that. Um, I've just gone blank. It's Mrs... Mr. Mr. Ball, Mr. Ball, yeah, Johnny Ball. Um, I've just got, I've just gone blank. I've just gone blank. I know, I know I'll, it is. I'll let you come back to that at the end of the card. Okay. Uh, 21st century. What does the J stand for in Mary J. Blige's name? Joanna. I've no oh, idea. Oh God, that's Jane. Jane. <laughs> <laughs> Titles complete the title of. Boris Gardner's number one hit from 1986, I Wanna. Wake Up With You. Correct. Initials, which 1991 song by Seal has the initials, well, initial C? Uh, C. I can't understand if it was K. Um, Crazy. Yes. I was thinking of Killer. Old, yeah, yeah. Oldies. In 1995, Jimmy Somerville had a hit with Hurt So Good. Who had the first British hit with the song in 1975? Um, I would never have known this. I would never heard of this person. I feel like... I feel like... 
I feel like. Uh, but I'm not. I think I'm not going to get there either. Uh, no. So like a one-titled male name, I think. No, no. No, it's not. You couldn't be further from the truth. Is Susan Cadogan? Oh, never got that. No. I was thinking of somebody else. Fat boy Slims. He was in the House Martins as well. Yeah. Um, what's his? What's the initials? NSD. I can't even get it from there. <laughs> <laughs> Completely blanked it. His name. What's he? You won't be happy about this. Mm. It's Norman Cook. Uh, yeah. Norman Stanley Fletcher. <laughs> well, I've, I've mucked that card up anyway. Yeah. See if we can do one more. And get and. and uh, It'll be 1980s. Which Liverpool singer had a hit with Americanos in 1989, taken from his debut album Blast? I was listening to that the other day. Holly Johnson. Yep. Uh, 90s. How many weeks did Wet 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 spend at number one in 1994 with Lovers All Around? Too many weeks. 12. 15. Ooh. 21st century. Which REM song was covered? for an all-star charity single in aid of victims of the 2010 Haiti earthquake. Probably everybody hurts. Yeah, yeah. Titles, complete the title of Rick Astley's 1991 hit, Cry For. Help. Yep. Initials, which 1997 song by the Spice Girls has the initials W-D-Y-T-Y-A? Pick it, lick it, roll it, flick it. Who do you think you are? Uh, <laughs> that was our uh, version. <laughs> Hodies. People Get Ready, which was a 1984 hit for Bob Marley and the Whalers, was originally recorded by which band in 1965? People Get Ready. <laughs> no, I don't think I'm going to get an answer. That. No, I wouldn't know this either. The Impressions. Yeah, definitely wouldn't have got that. No. That it. <laughs> That's that card, yeah. Happy, it's me, Paul de Chayetti. How are you doing? Oh, Paul, well, what a surprise, dear. I'm doing fine. How are you? Oh, um, I, I, I really, I, I wanted to ask you a favour. I don't know if you've heard um, what happened to Bettina the other day, where, where she, she, well, she, she was decorating a, a room in her house and she fell off a ladder, and, and she's fine. Except, oh my goodness, that's hmm. terrible. No, I haven't heard a thing about it. Right yeah. then, that. that Toppy, if he if he knows I'm going to be very angry with him that he didn't tell me. Now, well, how is Bettina? Is she all right? Well, she's got a bit of a concussion. Um, when she first, uh, when we first found her, she she thought it was the sixties, and she wasn't oh. really sure who any of us were. And there was oh dear! But but things have sort of moved on. I think. Now, how do you mean, dear? Well, she thought it was the seventies for oh. uh, a few days. We, Good we, we, think she, we think she's in the 80s now. What we think is happening is that she'll gradually gravitate to the 2020s and then presumably she'll stop. Oh, and then dear. It'll all be, 
it'll be she's, back to normal. But she's stuck in the eighties now. The poor dear, what a wretched decade that was. Oh, well, oh, I'm sorry, Paul. That was your decade, wasn't it? But well, really, it was a wretched decade. <laughs> oh, I'm well, sorry. Well, we're in two minds because I I've been trying to you know suggest that perhaps you had a quick word with her because I thought that um, it might trigger something but the doctors also said that that could work but it could also not work or it could even be negative but i think we're at the stage where nonsense yeah i don't care what the doctor says put her on and i'll get her straight well the thing is oh um, i'm just aware that wasn't it the late 80s that um where you two sort of lost contact or fell out, or I'm just oh. worried that we're running out of time. So if we, yes, if you could speak to her almost as soon as possible, oh, I'm just worried that, that, um, that, that she'll get to a point where if she hears your voice, it, she'll be, you know, not wanting to talk to you just because yes, she, of the old problems that are I now rem- actually resolved. But. I remember that, dear, and I think you're right. That was the, the 80s. I, I think perhaps that's why I think it was such a wretched decade. Anyway, no, um, well, I'll have to be careful, won't I? Yes, so um, I, I, I'll let you call her, and and then we'll just see how it goes from there. Um, oh, yes, please, Paula. We must do something. Right, okay, well, I'll let you deal with it, and I just, just need to be as just as quick as possible before she slips into the 1990s. All right, dear. I'll do the best I can. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I'm, so, I'm very grateful. Of course, Paul. Oh, oh, you poor dear. Well, well, we'll we'll get Patino all straightened out, won't we? Yeah, well, I hope so. Yes, I hope so. Um, well, I think it has been mentioned in passing, but uh, everyone's really uncertain what to do. But I think the thing that needs to be done is that somebody needs to do something, not just talk about it. I know what you mean. Everyone's so worried about something triggering off the wrong reaction. Um, it does mean that nothing's getting done. Well, what about Aunt Tappy? Oh, yes, that's good news. I spoke to her. Uh, I spoke to Aunt Tappy, and she's going to try and speak to her. That might work. That might help. Oh, good. Oh, good. Well, I mean, I think it will. Hearing a familiar voice that can guide her back to the present. Yeah, the only problem being, well, we're sort of running out of time. What, what do you mean, Paul? Well, uh, Aunt Tappy and Bettina fell out sometime in the late 80s, I think, over a man, and, uh, well... Oh, I see what you mean. If she's progressing for the decades. Exactly. If she's progressed too far, then, well, that, that'll be no good at all. Well, I think you need to get on with it. I think I do. We're going to pop over now. Oh, gosh. Good, good, good. Well, I'd, uh, I'd come as well, but uh, she probably won't remember who I am. And it could alarm her. Yes, and uh, there were alien boyfriends in her past. Uh, which may or may not cause trouble. Yes, well, um, I'll let you go. Yes, thank you. 
uh, I need to speak to Yeti Uncle John. And uh, hopefully we'll, you know, we can get this sorted out. This pool, of course. Of course I can take you over. Oh, well, you're in property. Yes, please, yes. Um, yeah, we're, we're just trying to accelerate this whole business, you know, uh, with Patina. Oh, yes, of course. She, she's still going through the decades, is she? Yes, but sort of slowly, well, slowly-ish. Last thing we heard, she was around the mid-80s. Um, and, uh, well, it's... For one reason or another, uh, yeah. Well, we just want things to hurry up. We want her to get back to 2022 and start remembering everybody. Well, you've got quite a long way to go for that. She didn't meet a lot of us until 2016, 2017. Something like that, yeah. Other than August, who she knew as Damius, but even then only knew as, uh, well, you know... uh, a bit part player on some of her films. Yes, yes. Oh, dear. So you've, you've all had to pretend to be people that are part of her entourage, is that right? Yes, we have. Uh, and it, it definitely leads to confusion. Uh, we really don't know what to do. We, we just need to hurry her along. <laughs> yes, but the doctors, didn't they say, you know, take care? If you do the wrong thing, it could end badly. Yes, yes, they did say that. And, and that is a possibility. So, yes, as you say, we need to take it carefully. Yeah, dear, oh, dear. Well, uh, well, I'm ready to go when you are. OK, I'll just text Cromarty and, um, well, shall I meet you over uh, the car park? Yes, please, Paul, yes. Do you think I should pop my head in too? Well, I guess it wouldn't hurt. Um, OK. Uh, listeners, I think it's probably time for a, a quiz now or something. Yeah, just whilst we travel over. Um... I I, I really don't know where this is all going to lead. I just hope we can sort it out. Oh, I hope you can too, Paul. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Most upsetting. It is most upsetting. I still blame myself. Uh, So you should. If you hadn't rung her, she wouldn't have lost concentration and fallen off that stepladder. Yeah, thanks for confirming my worries. Oh, it's not really your fault, Paul. She should have come down from the ladder rather than speaking to you. But uh, it's just unfortunate you didn't know. I know I didn't know, but... One way or another, it's caused all sorts of trouble. It's been weeks now. Oh, dear. Yeah, well, maybe maybe it can be resolved. I do hope so, Paul. So do I. Um, OK, listeners, have a listen to the quiz. When we come back, we'll be at Patina's. OK. there are podcasts that are quiz podcasts I was I must get I must subscribe to a podcast um, like BBC Sounds podcast best so you get all these podcasts which are kind of you know not not like sort of ones that my friends and I make they're ones that are done by they've got money behind them and famous people involved in them but but some of them one or two of them sounded like oh I might download that particular episode because it's got that particular person one of them, which I don't think I want to be, I don't think I want to listen to because 
I don't need to, but it was a quiz, a quiz one. Um, so it sounds like uh, there are actual podcasts where people do exactly what we've been doing. Um, but probably with a celebrity. Yeah. Um, okay, here's question. Too many. Question, yeah, can I listen to that? I, I was struggling with all my podcasts as it is. So here are question number one. Which four-letter word beginning with G means to castrate an animal? Oh, geld. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you would know that one. Um, was there choices for that? Or no, it wasn't there. No, but... mm. um, I, I, yeah, I might have got that. So, but I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't been from knowing about, at least knowing something about horse racing. Um, question two. Uh, C... C... Quincentenary, it's not quite sequence centenary, but C S E Q U I centenary, sequi centenary, is an anniversary of how many years? So what's the sec? sec oh, and centenary would be a hundred. So what? Yeah. What's wherever sec, the what's sequi? So what's sequi going to be? Um, six or seven? Probably more like six. Because I think seven or seven T, six or six T. Do we, think, what, hex. Do, we, do we think it's 700 then or seven because it's got the 17 what's the 17 has it got a p in it no mm. s-e-q-u-i centenary isn't centenary 100 yeah Is that, yeah so what 600 yeah it's a funny amount. i think well move on to the next one yeah it's a funny, it's a funny amount to be celebrating. No, it's not. It's not obvious what it is. <laughs> not really. But, uh, question three: Which four-letter word beginning with E is the yellowish-brown colour of unbleached linen? Four-letter word beginning with E: yellowish-brown colour of unbleached linen. I don't know. I thought not ecru or something like that. Could be. Sounds as good as anything. Uh, question four. I would do this one because this is so these words I can't pronounce. The uh, labophilist, I'll spell it you in a minute. A labophilist collects what types of bottles? L A B E O R philist. A lab, a lab sort of bottles, bottles, beer bottles. Mm. Sounds as good as any. Question five. Cardiophobia is the irrational fear of which organ of the body, in the body? Cardio? Yeah, that would be heart. heart so you're afraid of your heart. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be chased for your nightmares by your heart. Um, question six. Sorrow. Sorrow. S-O-R-O-R-A-L relates to or is like which member of the family? Sororororor. Sister. Question seven. Mixology is the art or skill of preparing what? Isn't that like? Cocktails. Cocktails. Question eight. A logophile or logophile is a lover of what? Books or something else? That would be bibliophile, probably. Yeah, it's not bibliophile. What's logophile? It's, it's, it sounds familiar, though. 
Yeah, trees. <laughs> mm. Like you have logarithms and yeah, what's what's a log uh, statistics? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Statistics? Yeah, it could be. Yeah. If it's log- if it's trees, that'll be bacon. <laughs> Question nine: Bell, Chum, Cahote, and Tippy are all types of what? Bell, Dog food. Could be, but I was thinking what bell I think pepper. pedigree chum. I was thinking what about bell pe- a bell pepper? Oh, what about chum it? pepper? A cahote. I think. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Should we go with pepper? Um, it could, but it could be. It, but I think it's probably not. Um, question ten: Dipsophobia is an abnormal fear of doing what? Dipsophobia sounds. Well, that drinking because we're going to do decided dipsomania. Dipsomania. Yeah. Do is drink. So it must, yeah. Fear of alcohol. Fear of alcohol, getting drunk. Yeah, fear of alcohol. Question 11. Gallophobia is the irrational fear of which country and its culture? Would that be France? France, yeah. Uh, Question 12. Blinker, fountain, rocket, and cake are all types of what? Fountain pen, but that doesn't work with any of the other things. Um, Rocket was the other one, was it? Rocket is the third one. Blinker, fountain, rocket, and cake. All, all types of what? I feel like it should be obvious, but they're quite a weird set of words. Mm. Like. And anything I can think of, let's say, with fountain is pen, but no. I can't think. Of, I, know, I have to say pen, so I can't, but I can't think of how that relates to anything else. I can't think of anything that relates to those other ones. No, it relates to them. Question 13 What type of creature is a shad? They're like a lizard. How's that spelled? S H A D. Never heard of it. No idea. Say lizard then. Say lizard. Question 14. Guino, G I U G N O, is Italian for which month of the year? Like July? June. June or July? (laughs) Yeah, it's probably June. I'm surprised I don't know that one. I don't think I know. Once a year, I should. I probably own calendars that has ones mm. I buy in Venice. The ones I buy in Venice probably have the Italian version. The Veneto. Question 15 In medicine, a nullipara, a nullipara is a woman who has never done what? A nullipara, N U L L I P A R A, never given birth, never had sex. Don't know. <sighs> never done what? Never. <laughs> Never breastfed? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that'll do. Okay. Probably be too personal. <laughs> but, you know, it's difficult to think what, what would be particularly special. Uh, uh, 16. Which four-letter word beginning with E is a title of high-ranking office, especially in the Middle East? Emir. Mm-hmm. That's right. 17. What does a noctambulist do? Something to do with night, presumably. Yeah, well, a somnambulist is a sleepwalker. Um, Who doesn't doesn't sleep at night, or can't sleep in the dark, or has to sleep with the light on. <laughs> sleeps it's a noctambulist, you say. Noctambulist. Yeah. I don't know. Is it... Can't sleep in the dark. Somnambulist, you say, sleep. 
Yeah, somnambulist is a sleepwalker. It's something. Mm. Unless it's the same thing. Unless it's. Yeah. I wonder if it's the same thing, because. But it, maybe it's. Mm. It's a bit counterintuitive. Mm. I have to move on. Question 18 Which word represents the letter M in the NATO phonetic alphabet? Mike. Question 19 Avancioni is Italian for which colour? Orange? Or. Yeah, it sounds like it. Orancioni. Orancioni, but with an A though, not, not an A. Uh. Um, question 20 Venerdì is Italian for which day of the week <laughs> probably uh, Wednesday I or Friday think, I was trying to think well, what's Friday fond, no what's, fond, what's Vendredi in that's Friday that? isn't it yeah sorry Mardi Mardi Macadesia Vendredi Samedi Dimanche yeah and it's and it's not the same Friday but, then. It's, but yeah it's close enough for, this is where this is listeners uh, who don't know this is where um, knowing French helps with other languages because, yeah. And then two weeks five, it's totally wrong. Uh, oh, God, we've got another one, but it's not Italian this time. We learned this is how to learn. Well, like 21, I don't think this does help. Knowing, knowing French doesn't help with this one. Jueves, uh, J-U-E-V-E-S, is Spanish for which day of the week? Sunday, Monday, Monday. <laughs> Like Thursday. Okay, Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. Question twenty. It's funny. I don't really know the days of the week in Spanish. I've been although I've been there loads of times. Twenty-two. Which playing card is known as puppy foot? Puppy foot. Would that be like like five of spades or something? Or <laughs> I'm just thinking. Is, it, is one does one look like the foot of a puppy? Yeah, if you saw it. It's the first I've heard of it. No, I've never heard of it either. I'll say five of space. Um, I've never heard of it called that. Question 23. Which four-letter word beginning with F is a blunt weapon used in fencing and to thwart or prevent from being successful? If it's foil. Question 24. Butler, elope, matrix and Panama are all terms used in which card game? Like bridge or something, is it? Marjorie. Yeah, yeah. Bridge. Yeah, go for a bridge. bridge. Last one. Um, this, this reminds me of, uh, um, I don't think, this reminds me of um, Rambling Sid Rumpo. Uh, question 25. What what does a cord wainer make? Well, I think he was going about a cord wainer. Oh, a cord wainer. What does a corn wainer make? Is it bales of hay? Well, it's not, no, it's not corn wainer, it's cord wainer. Yeah, it's cord wainer. Do you know what it is? <laughs> It's not candles, is it? Yeah, I should know that being a chandler. Um, what is chandler to do with fishing things? Okay, in candles, I'm sure candles are involved because that's why my friend Lee made a years ago made a superhero. We, he made superheroes about us, and I was Candleman. But I think chandlers are involved with candles and shipping equipment, and I guess they have to have candles on ships. But, you know. I was reading something this week. It was about an to do with COVID, and I was an epidemiologist, yeah. I think in the States, um, but she was called Paulette Chandler. <laughs> Maybe she's me in another life. Your um, alter ego. Yeah. <laughs> I have to get over to it. Fortunately, I can't get over there to do that part of the job. Okay, the results. Um, Paulette word beginning with G, 
meaning to castrate an animal, is geld. Um, a, a sequicentenary isn't what we thought, isn't as much as 600. No. It's, 100, it's 150, but I don't right, okay. know how that works. The four-letter word being with E, the yellowish-brown yellowish brown colour of unbleached linen is ecru, which I think... Yeah, I did say that. Yeah. yeah. A laberophilist thing. Collects which type of bottle is beer bottles. Yes. Uh, cardiophobia is the irrational fear of the heart. That's right. Oh, the, the, the sovereign is the sister. Mixology is um, cocktails or drinks. A logophile is a lover of words. We didn't get that, did we? We, we said not, books. Not quite. Or we said statistics, didn't we? Yeah. Um, oh. Bell, chum, cahote, and tippy, uh, all types of tent. We definitely didn't get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know there's a bell pepper, so, you know, that's why I went with that. Um, dipsophobia is the abnormal fear of drinking alcohol. We, we got that. Um, Gallophobia is the fear of France. Blinker, fountain, rocket, and cake, all types of fireworks. Well, I, I get the rocket, but yeah, I don't know about Blinker. Don't fountain. know the others. If it was, what's that one? The one that spins, Catherine wheel or wheel. I could understand. But, um, what type of fish is a shad? It's a fish. Not a lizard. Guino is Italian for June. Um, now, I did say this, but I think I don't think we actually we didn't we didn't settle on this one. But I did, it was one of my suggestions. In medicine, a newly para is a woman who has never given birth to a child. But I think we settled on breastfed. <laughs> uh, we, I think I did. Settle, um, True, they're, they're both sort of. But well, I don't think we can get get, you get we, half we, a mark. Yeah, yeah, and I think we did actually say it, but I just didn't settle on it. Um, which four-letter word beginning with E um, is the high-ranking office in the Middle East? That is Emir. Uh, yeah, you were right. Uh, when we did say, but we did stick with it. But a, a noctambulist is, is a sleepwalker. Maybe it's what. Maybe that's what it's known more in America. Uh, Mike is M in NATO phonetic language. Uh, Aroncioni is Italian for orange. Benerdi is Italian for Friday. Ah, uh, I see. I should have. I should have. Uh, I should have. Um, the 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 Jueves is Thursday in Spanish. Um, I think I was. I think I would have. Been, if we'd have gone for French, that was the nearest. Lundi, Mardi, Mexi, Jurdi. You see, that doesn't sound anything like Jueves. It's just got J. So, but it would have been the right one to go with. It's fair enough. Yeah, somnambulist is. An abnormal condition of sleep in which motor acts such as walking are performed. Well, that's that is a nocturnalist thing. But, but anyway, we yeah. Um, um, oh, which playing card is known as puppy foot? Is it the ace of clubs? Well, you are very competent, but yeah, uh, uh, I think um, I suppose I suppose. I wasn't thinking. I was thinking of this, the spade being different bits of the foot. Um, which four-letter word beginning with F is a blunt weapon? That is foil. Butler, elope, matrix, and Panama are um, 
Apparently, yes, we are. I guess we're right. It's contract, contract bridge. bridge contract. Yeah. I never heard of con. Is that different? Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, I don't know if it's different, but yeah, I have heard of contract bridge. An accord way and make shoes. We can get that right. I think we got sixteen out of twenty-five. Mm. Uh, That's not bad. Yeah, accord way. I've never heard of it. I think it's a, a useful. I think a cobbler. Yeah, I think it's one of those ones. If you might forget, I didn't tell you the other week we had like a um, work social. Mm. And they did um, split us into two. We did like family fortunes uh, or family feud. So, uh, you, so you can do that on, online. Mm. And again, it's as dodgy as the program. <laughs> uh, Things you just wouldn't expect to see up there. We, the obvious ones getting a. <clears throat> I think we, um, we've learned some valuable lessons. <laughs> Everything's glowing in your house. The, the, the light's even more like a spaceship and your ears are glowing now. As well. <laughs> I'll tell you what, my lobes are hot. <laughs> You're turning into a cyberman. <laughs> Delete. But that, but that brightness only exists up there. It's like the rest of the room is dark. <laughs> yeah. these, are, these are the fizzy... Have you had these? Fizzy fish. Who are they, Bob? No, I've not seen them. Maynard, Bassett's... Yeah, so they do those in Sainsbury's. So they're mm. standard. They're very sour, the sours. I'm quite good with my... Um, I was saying, saying to Harry last week, I think um, it's better to have plenty of nibbles for me than it is if, if I don't have them, then that's when I want them most. If I have plenty, then I don't go through them as quickly. I can... Uh, it's sort of like having them in the house is a good thing to have them. But I won't, get, I won't eat them all... In the space of five minutes, um, Toby gets me those sherbet fruits or whatever. I only have one now and again, but they're quite nice. And I've, I bought about a month ago, I bought two bags of M&Ms, one with the peanuts and one with the... And I'm still only just opened one of those. So, yeah, it's good to have, good to have them in the bag. Yeah, we, we have well, normally got loads of stuff and, uh, Probably I'm eating, eating too much. Well, particularly sweeties more than more than other more than other stuff. But yeah, it's easy when you're working from home. Obviously, you just go and get something from the cupboard or whatever. So we we're here, but we forget the Uncle John. Oh, I think I must have dozed off. I think he did comedy. Oh dear, well you know. I've been having a few thoughts, but I want to, uh, you know, I want to judge the uh, situation first. Oh, a few thoughts. Cromarty, what sort of thoughts? Well, you know, I, I shouldn't say in case it doesn't come to pass. Okay, so you coming in yet, Uncle John? I will come in. I'll just need to check a few things, make sure uh, the brakes are on and I don't go rolling down the hill whilst I'm inside. So I just need to do a few, a few checks. Okay, well, we'll we'll go in. Um, yeah. Uh, come on, let's go in. Oh, look, August is waiting for us at the door. Hello, guys. Come in, come in. Hurry, hurry. Oh, dear, oh, dear. She's most distressed. Most distressed? Why, what's happened? Oh, well, uh, I think she may have entered the 1990s. Entered the 1990s? Golly. Oh, did Aunt Tappy just call? Yes, Paul. 
uh, she did. Unfortunately, um, well, it didn't end very well. Oh, no, no, it wouldn't do if she called and Bettina thinks it's the 1990s. They'd fallen out by then. I knew we should have done this earlier. We've run out of time. Oh, dear, Paul, most, most, uh, most distressing, most unfortunate. I'll have to give Aunt Tappy a ring later. Oh, golly. Um, well, what should we do? Go in and calm her down? If you would, Paul. Um, I think she thinks you're management, so just tell her about a new picture she's got coming up. All right, I will. Oh, golly. Uh, yeti Uncle John's here. He'll be in in a moment. All right, then. Oh, dear. Who does she think you are? Oh, she thinks I'm Dabius. She doesn't understand why I'm wandering around. You know, we, we didn't know each other that well in the early 90s, only as colleagues, and even then I was just a bit part player. Yes, of course. Uh, well, don't worry. Perhaps just, just you know, keep painting, uh, keep out of the way. Oh, dear. Well, I guess that's probably for the best. We'll sort this out. Cromarty's got some ideas. Yes, I have. Uh, I wonder if things are going to come to a hysterical uh, peak. A hysterical peak? Yes, if she's got upset, this might be the beginning of something. Oh dear, she's not going to end up back in hospital, is she? No, no, not if uh, uh, I can do what I think I may have to do. Okay, very mysterious. Well, just be gentle with her. Ah, he will be. Oh, I will be. I will be. August, don't you worry. Well, I'll go and paint something. Oh, dear. I'm all of a tizzy. Yes, yes, I quite understand. Don't worry, maybe this will be sorted out by the end of today. Oh, dear, I hope so. Oh, golly. Come on, let's go in. I don't believe her, that damned woman. What's she doing calling out of the blue? Oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, oh, what are you two doing here? Ah, Bettina, Uh, we've got some good news for you. Oh, well, I could do with some good news. You never believe what happened. Oh, what happened, Bettina? A damned woman, Tappy. She called me out of the blue. We haven't spoken in, well, two or three years, it must be. And she just called me out like nothing had changed. Like it was the old days. Oh, gosh, I wonder what uh, uh, triggered that off. Well, I don't know. She said she wanted to catch up. She was wondering if I was okay. We agreed never to speak again. Well, and I haven't called her, so, you know... She's a weak woman. I, I knew she couldn't resist me, that she would uh, come crawling back and, uh, and apologise. Oh, oh, did she apologise? No, she did not. But only because I put the phone down on her. Oh, oh, you know, maybe you could have made things up. Maybe you're right. Maybe she was trying to call. You know, maybe she was trying to make up for past misdemeanours. Well, I'm not ready to apologise. And I'm not ready to forgive or forget. Even though I can't quite remember exactly what it is we were fighting about. But anyway, I'm not speaking to her. I haven't spoken to her for three years, and I won't speak to her for another three years. See how she likes that. Maybe I'll consider it after that. Or maybe I won't. Oh, dear. It's so sad when friends fall out. Not when your friend is a backstabbing little bitch. But you can't say that. Oh, I mean, obviously you can say whatever you like. Exactly, I can. Oh, it's still very sad. I don't think so. Anyway, why are you two here? You said you had good news. Uh, yes, we have news about a new film. It's uh, a contract. Uh, um, it's, it's, it's a great part for you. Yes, a, a very great part. Well, what is it? 
Well, you're like a matriarch of a family. Um, you know, you get all the best lines. It sounds like that Alexis character in Dynasty. That show's over now. That's all very old hack. Oh, no, no. This is a completely new spin on it. Is it? In what way? Uh, in many ways. It, it, it's, um, it, it's not a rich family. It's a poor family. Oh, so I have to wear awful clothes and look like a tramp. Um, I, I, well, I mean, it's negotiable. I mean, I'm sure, uh, I haven't read the whole script through, but the first episode is great. Yes, I, I was very impressed too. I don't like the sound of it. How much do they want to pay me? Is it an American show or a UK show? Uh, it's both. It's like a collaboration. Oh, well, I was kind of hoping it would be a European production. You know, mainland Europe. You know, the French, the Italians, and then, then the fashions are always good. But, uh, but not if I'm going to be playing some dowdy housewife. It's not a dowdy housewife, don't be rude. I can be whatever I like. Yes, yes she can, Paul, remember? Uh, 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 of course she can, yes. Well, anyway, I think it's a challenging part. I think it, it's, a, it's a great part. Well, where's the contract? I want to read it through. Uh, oh, the contract... Um, well, well, presumably you brought it with you. Uh, we brought it, did we bring it with us? Well, we, we did, did we? Uh, I think we might have left it in the car. We may have left the contract in the car. I'm terribly sorry. Perhaps perhaps we'll go and fetch it. Uh, hello, uh, hello, guys. How are you all? Uh, Bettina, so nice to see you. Oh, itty Uncle John. Uh, did we leave the contract in the car? Yes, did, did we? Uh, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. The contract for Bettina's new series, possible series. Did we leave it in the car? Uh, I'm not sure. What am I supposed to say? Oh, who are you? <laughs> oh, I think I've seen you here before. Uh, yes, I've been here before. Are you my chauffeur? Um, well, he does drive. Then you are my chauffeur. Lucian, isn't it? Uh, L- Lucian... Yeah, that's my name, yes. Oh, weren't we having an affair, darling? Uh, were we? I don't remember. Don't be so coy. We're both young and single. Uh, oh, oh, yes, so we are. I keep forgetting that that's the case. Um, Paul? Um, uh, I don't think it's very professional, uh, um, Bettina, to be uh, having an affair with your chauffeur. No, no, it just leads to complications. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, um, I think I need to go and wash the car now. Maybe that's a good idea. Yes. Oh, dear. What's wrong with the man? He's, um... He's, uh... uh um... It's, uh, he's migraines. He gets migraines this time of year. Uh, yes, he was waxing the car earlier. It, 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 it affects his head. Oh, does it? Uh, well, hmm. How disappointing. Oh, dear. I do feel quite dizzy after all this uh, uh, arguing and shouting. And that phone call from Aunt Tappy really did distress me. Well, well, that's, it's bound to. It is bound to, um, Bettina. Now, um, just sit down. So where's that contract? Uh, the contract? Where, where, where is it? Uh, it probably is in the car. I can go and have a look. Uh, yes, you do that. Uh, Bettina and I will have a word. Uh, okay. 
Uh, right. Um, um, gosh. Yes, I just need to make a quick phone call, I think. Uh, uh, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> just hurry along, Paul. All right, I'm hurrying, I'm hurrying. Oh, dear, I better ring Tappy. Uh, what's going on, Paul? Oh, gosh, you made me jump. Well, what's going on? Um, I think, uh, oh, well, Comedy just wanted to have a quick chat with her by herself. Did he now? It'll just make matters worse. No, I, I don't think so. No, it'll be fine. Um, so, uh, golly. Oh, dear, oh, dear. She thought I was a chauffeur. I didn't know she had a chauffeur called Lucian. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, not that Bettina isn't a very attractive woman, but, uh, you know, she's married. Yeah, well, exactly. She can't be having affairs with uh, hunky um, uh, chauffeurs. Uh, August would not approve. Did you just call me hunky, Paul? Oh, uh, I think I did. It was by mistake. Oh, well, no, I appreciate it. Well, it wouldn't be the first time that somebody's called you hunky or flirted with you. Oh, yes. I can think of quite a few, even on this show. I mean, property, of course. Mr. Mr. Trowbridge likes my ankles. And, uh, I don't know, Warren and I have some sort of uh, 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 bromance going on. But uh, and that's just the first thing that come to my head. Yeah, well, we don't need to go into any of that, please. Oh, well, it's gone very quiet in that lounge. Yes, well, Cromarty was just going to be talking uh, to her. And, uh... How is everything? What's going on? Um, we, we've just let uh, Cromarty speak to... Uh, uh, Bettina uh, by herself because, um, well, we, we were causing distractions that weren't really helping. Oh, will she be all right? She'll be fine, August. Soon, she'll be fine. Hello, hello, guys. Would you like to come in? What, all of us? Yes, yes. Uh, well, I think, uh, I think things are okay now. What, okay? Okay, okay. Yes, well... Uh, you must not speak, though. What's happened? Well, I... Mm, I... I, I hypnotised her. You did what? I hypnotised her. She was all of a fluster. And suddenly, I was able to click my fingers and, uh, well, I've talked her through the decades. Really? Yes, yes. Oh, it's marvellous. So come in. I, I need to bring her out of it. And I want you all to be there when she emerges. Oh, all right. Great. Well, Aunt Tuffy will be pleased. Uh, I can't believe all that happened in the time we were out here talking. Yes, well, it didn't take long. Uh, okay, come on. Our listeners, um, maybe you want to listen to another Southern Park trip whilst we uh, congregate and, uh, uh, and then, uh, yeah, perhaps it will be sorted by the time you return. <laughs> oh, this sounds quite positive.
again, listeners, in a last minute change to the aforementioned Southern Park clip we are actually going to present to you something completely different altogether. First up we have a quick chat with Muffly, which was recorded on the 4th December 2022, followed by a new musical composition by him entitled Bounce. Once you have heard that piece it will be time to hear from Aunt Tappy in more detail about how she got on talking to Buddy Up, before we return to the lady herself to see what techniques Cromedy may have tried on her to help speed up her recovery. I am keeping my dials crossed that he has managed to help her. Hey Muffly, how are you doing? Very good indeed. Uh, I'm currently getting ready to watch uh, the football. I'm not, as you, <laughs> like a lot of us, I'm not like a rabid football fan, but I take a passing interest, even though obviously with it being staged in Qatar, there's <laughs> certain things which don't yeah. sit easy. But um, France are playing Poland this afternoon. Uh-huh. And so we're going to watch it on French TV. The good thing about French TV and the football is that you don't have an hour of pundits just droning on. Mm. It's very much kind of like 10 minutes before, good afternoon, everybody, here's the football. And that's, you know, straight into the match. So, like, they sort of just don't mess about so much. Uh, so, yeah, France are playing Poland. And then later on tonight, it's England versus Senegal. And I think it's Senegal. And what happens if France win and England win is that they meet each other in the next match mm-hmm. and so back in the day this would where we where the local newspaper would do an endearing sort of you know sort of a news article about divided loyalties and i'd be there with an english flag angelique with a french flag and you know sort of who are you supporting all this kind of stuff but uh sort of these days with how miserable and brexity the country is i think we'll keep quiet because mm. if, if france do win we'd probably get a brick through a window so yeah we're keeping quiet about that one i don't think our our neighbors have quite forgiven us for when there was a VE Day celebration a few years back and everyone had the Union Jack flags out. I put a French one up. So, yeah. But my, my argument was, well, that's the whole point of it. You know, it's victory in Europe. Yeah. So uh, there we go. And um, so, yeah, that's what I've got planned this afternoon. But as for the weekend, it's been sort of relatively quiet. I dragged myself to the gym. Angelique didn't. She's come down with this bug that's doing the rounds. Do you know anybody that's got the bug at all? No, not not at the moment. I mean, I was a bit worried because I had a hospital. I had a hospital visit in the week, and that which meant going in a taxi and then being on a bus for about an hour to Kingston, and then on another bus, and then on a train. Um, so, so you know, potentially. Of course, I, I arrived at the hospital and realised because you know a few months ago I would have always had masks and things in pockets. Indeed, but, that's what I was going to ask you. But but I kind of. Um, did found I got there and found the the one I thought I had in my pocket it probably either fallen out in the taxi or um, it was one of these weird taxis where you get in and the door is sort of behind you it's like a sliding door oh yeah yeah. Oh, and, and, yeah and 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 you're trying to plug yourself in and, Indeed. and, um, yeah. and so yes but luckily they had they had plenty of masks as you went in so um, yeah but uh, anyway so I, I mean I feel fine and that's so I, I I think I've been all right but uh, yeah it's, it's sort of sort of um not going out too much at the moment but uh, yeah I mean with Angelique's situation there's the whole thing with her being a teacher that she's just yeah. subjected to sort of sort of bugs left, right and centre. So it kind of was just a matter of time, really. But yeah. um, when we plan to travel 
um, at Christmas to France. I think we'll be we'll be massing up again, sort of um, when we're on the plane and elsewhere. And I think even in French news, they're st- stating that they want to reintroduce uh, mask usage potentially over the over the, the Christmas break because there's just going to be so so many people travelling and spreading stuff. So yeah, it's um, the the, the mask they had on the hospital I've not encountered before. The the ones where when you pick them up, it just looks like a I mean, lots of pleats and stuff, but it just looks like he's like, well, where does where where do you put it over your ears? And then I found this little oh, a little tab, and you pull it, and it and it, this tiny thing turns into this massive, it's like origami. It's it, I was like I was I, I I hadn't really come across those those sorts of masks before, but uh, and I was thinking, oh, they're going to be really, it's going to be really delicate, but it wasn't delicate at all. It was really sturdy, and and uh, yeah, there's so many different types. I think I was sort of the masks that I I use were sort of cloth ones and i never really saw many other ones because i didn't go out a great deal but we've got quite a wide selection from sort of cloth ones to sort of surgical ones to sort of french ones as well and you know i'm sure sort of um there'll be some person who's done a collection you know like people collect shopping bags someone's (laughs) gonna have like a collection of all these different masks and things so uh for me I haven't come down with anything yet. I've been a bit croaky, but nothing to speak of. Uh, with work, um, we've been sort of quite busy of late. We've had some publications out, and it's very much now, I don't want to use the word winding down, but sort of, you know, people have got one eye on Christmas. So we've got our Christmas meal on this coming Thursday, which was an interesting one because um, the place that we decided on because uh, we did like a survey monkey thing, <laughs> classic civil service. We did a vote on it and everything. Uh, they kept changing the menu. So at one point, they had these usual sort of turkey with all the trimmings, and then they replaced it with a turkey burger the next week. Then they put turkey with all the trimmings. And I can't, I don't quite know sort of what exactly we're going to be eating when we get there on Thursday. So it's going to be a bit of a, a bit of surprise. If, so if, we've got... if you can think of it, I was going to say, can you think of the uh, I'll, I'll tell you my two, but can you think of any sort of the worst Christmas meals you've you, you've been to with work? I, the two that I can think of is we went to like an Italian place in Leicester Square, and um, and all the courses came out depending on what you'd ordered, and so so all of the I don't know a particular starter came out and then so, so it took about half an hour for all of the starters to come out so by the time some people were eating other people only just got theirs and it happened all, all across the meal all of the same types of it so all of the traditional turkey lunches came first and then all of the uh, so nobody was eating together it was that was really rubbish and the, the other one i was going to say was in, in the upstairs of a pub where everyone was so um like everyone once they were you were in your seats if someone needed the loo, it, it oh, almost put everybody to have to stand yeah. up. Or yeah. felt really claustrophobic. Um, those were the two that really stood out. But what about you? I've got a few. I can remember one in London. I mean, I don't... From my experience, London was very hit and miss when it came to Christmas meals. And I remember once we were in a random bit of Marleybone, I think it was. And it was just like... The room we were in was just really soulless. But I think more the fact was i was in a job that i couldn't stand at the time with a manager i couldn't stand and so i was just hoping this meal was going to be finished as soon as possible so i could disappear but the there's a a work one that we did some years back now it was an italian restaurant as well but it very much was like production line you sort of you sort of had to be there sort of 
quarter of an hour before it started and then there was like this five minutes where it's like sort of complete swap over of like the previous people who'd been there for like was it two hours and then mm-hmm. you came in and it was just so impersonal and just so rushed and then i think finally because obviously there's the thing where um because we work in the public sector we don't tend to sort of get stuff paid for us and it's um there was one year that someone decided on our team right i found this christmas meal and it was like a 10 pound christmas meal and you can just imagine what a 10 pound christmas meal tasted like it was pretty pretty dire it was pretty dire but uh yeah it's um can depend on who you end up sitting next to or or if you're sitting next to somebody who is more interested in talking to the person the other side of you and kind of talks over you just to talk to the we i also found that sometimes we'd go uh, and because that you get different levels of seniority and and sometimes the senior people barely spoke to you during the year and then they were quite they were quite surprised when you had life experience that i was just going to come on to that yeah yeah. when they say oh i didn't realize you did x y and z and like all of a sudden and it's also sort of whether sort of how much the senior people sort of put behind the bar in terms of sort of drink i mean that's still sort of seems to be the unwritten rule for us that like um the senior management will pay for drinks and things so uh, uh, and also sometimes they're surprised that your your summer holidays don't just mean going to bogner or something they're kind of surprised that you've stepped out my goodness you've afforded to go to venice or something it's like oh uh, yeah, yeah it's not absolutely, that expensive, really. <laughs> absolutely yeah very much uh, so i think it was around the time when i was going to america quite a bit so i i kind of remember building up a conversation because i knew that a lot of the staff had been um on some sort of sort of secondment to but but like brussels or something i knew it was had been freezing cold and i uh, and and i'd gone over to america that that time because there was no there was it was a good time for people not going on that trip to to take leave so uh, so this was like it was like december and i sort of built up going oh it must have been really bad was it really cold oh was it i thought oh i used to have been in la where i was it was like what you what (laughs) Um, it was worth it to see his sort of uh, talking of parties and i'll I'll speak in looses of terms but someone that we know um there was someone someone was doing a leaving do and this other person decided to basically hijack it. So change the location basically to where they were sort of living. And so everyone had to sort of make changes to plans and then get buses and taxis to this other place. And then in the end, this person who'd sort of made all these changes didn't even go. <laughs> so um, it didn't make them very popular. And then they just had a, a Christmas do recently. And you have to admit, there's a bit of a schadenfreude going on because no, basically no one turned up. Because they just thought, well, you've messed us around in the past, and why should we sort of, you know, go to this effort? So it kind of caught up with them. The, so. the, the funniest leaving do or like leaving speech presentation thing it, I ever I went to was somebody at, at my college where um, I think it was probably this they were quite senior who was leaving but that somebody even more senior than them did sort of round up of all their achievements but then when it came to to the person who was leaving um sort of a few words he he, he had to add all, all, all the things that his colleague um hadn't mentioned about how but, but, but i've never heard such a thing you know where somebody is kind of like yeah you've just praised me but that's not enough i need to remind you of the, the, the other things that i did how wonderful i am it, it was 
uh, well, it kind of suited that person. That person was had a big ego, but uh, indeed, uh, I've ne- but I've never seen I've never seen that before or since. But um, yeah. well, uh, well, I uh, we've, we've got a few sort of exciting episodes coming up. We've got um, yeah, tell our, me about them. Yeah. Got our Yudgeness, um Christmas special, which is going to be our alternative Christmas. Yeti Uncle John Day. I think uh, Yeti Uncle John's going to be in for a few shocks. Then, of course, we've got episode 600 um, coming up. And then, of course, then we'll have our review of the year. And then we'll have um, sure, our yeah. New Year episode. So I'm sure we'll get yeah. contributions from you in all of those. With the with the Yudge Day, um, mm. is there going to be a Yudgy, Yudgy speech as well? A well, speech. It's, it's, it's quite possible. We're, it's, it's kind of new territory for us, I, I guess. But uh, we just wanted an alternative because you know we've had six or seven years of of, of Christmas specials, and uh, we, we never quite know what to do. And, and and we wanted to do something a bit different this year. But I, I still think he, he doesn't quite understand what the implications what the implications are for for this new holiday. But uh, anyway, the listeners will hear when 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 it comes out, of course. So. <laughs> sure, um, sure. Anyway, well, I said. Also, um, are you lined up to do any other sort of podcast things? Are you doing anything on um, uh, cinematic sausage or uh, vision on sound around the archives? I, yes, I'm sure there's some vision on sound appearances that I've I've recorded, um, and I, I know that I have done around the archives article, which I think must be coming out any time now. Um, I know. Yes, cinema, cinematic sausage. Uh, certainly, um, I've I've been uh, I've been requested, but uh, we haven't recorded as yet. But uh, yes, um, and, and uh, of course, Toppy is always calling me over to Pickle Hollow to do bits for him as well. So of but, course, sure. Yeah, um, talking with the cinematic sausage, I'm enjoying their sort of uh, Quatermass film overview. Mm. They've just done the first bit of that, yeah. and it's interesting with the with the three Quatermass films, I'm not counting the John Mills thing, um, but they've all got sort of their unique things, which I think makes them all sort of special in their own way. Uh, it used to be the case that Quatermass in the Pit, the film, was my favourite. Um, but then there's stuff in Quatermass 2 as well, which I really like. And there's sort of, you know, because it's Nigel Neal writing, you can sort of, you know, read things on different layers but then even Quatermass as well which is like a sort of body horror thing and there's like you know stuff that can sort of you see sort of filter through to aliens so no I'm thoroughly enjoying uh, Martin and Warren talking about that so that's all good yeah plenty of good stuff out there and uh, I, I, I saw he'd, he'd been de- designing some little logos of, of, of all of sort of associated podcasts um that uh sort of that that uh surround surround around the archives but, uh, um although i am the, i am the daddy because you know around the archive I, I i i kind of inspired around the archives i don't, I don't want to say it but you know they were, here, <laughs> they were on they were on the Charlotte podcast first and so yeah it's uh it's a burden but i i think i can cope i know yes be be strong yeah <laughs> Oh well, I better let you go, and uh, we shall go back to our, our whatever's going on this episode. And uh, great stuff, uh, yeah. And, and we'll catch up with you in some of those episodes we mentioned coming soon. So. No worries, Ali Lebleu as well. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> bye for now. Bye bye.
pull the fire thing. How can I help? Oh, Paula, I'm so glad I got you on the oh. phone. Oh, Aunt Tappy. Did, did you get to speak to Bettina? Did, did it help? Well, that's what I wanted to tell you, dear. It's terrible. Oh. I'm afraid it did not go well at all. Dear. You were right. Oh, Bettina no. is in the mindset that we're not speaking. And no matter what I said, I could not convince yeah. her that we had made up because she believes completely no, yeah. about that whole nonsense with that yeah. other man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. I, I, I thought, I mean, I, it's not your fault. It, we've been dilly-dallying and not being sure what to do or, you know, how much to... We, 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 we've just... Uh, yeah, I think we've pandered this whole situation. We should have been got a lot, got on with it a lot sooner. But uh, we did, did the best you can. Uh, and I mean, by the time we get to the twenty tens, then we're almost back to normal. So, um, but well, if anything about Bettina is normal, but uh, I know what you mean, dear. Oh, it was terrible. Oh, she was so mad at me, and I just couldn't convince her of the year. No, it's just terrible, terrible, terrible. There was no other point in that, from the late 80s to, to 2017 or whenever it was, where you were friends, was there? So it's not like we can nip in at some other point. But, um. Yes, and well, then there were the whole nine years I was in that other dimension, oh, and we had no contact. You know, Paul, that occurs to me how interesting it would have been to have met Bettina at the other dimension and, and, and discovered the evil Bettina oh. with the goatee and everything. He wouldn't have oh. been curious. Yes, that would. Um, I, I guess it yeah, it can't have helped. Maybe you would have, maybe you, you, aside from that, maybe if you hadn't been away, you might have made up sooner. But by the time you came back, it had been um, 10 years or more since you'd even spoken. So it's harder to you know make up for things, isn't it? When it's... When, when when there's been a bigger gap, I mean, oh, you both did very well when, when we when, when we finally reunited you on the podcast. But uh, it is harder if you don't see somebody for, particularly if you've been in another dimension. I, yeah, I have, right. I have my own experiences with other dimensions, and and that's why I know I know what a problem they can be. But, oh, aren't they dreadful, dear? Oh, yeah. Other dimensions. Oh, I don't know how we get mixed up in all of these things. Anyway, well, thank you so much for trying. I. I, I guess we just have to let her progress for the decades, and uh, hopefully she'll she'll eventually emerge back to normal. Well, you'll watch out for her, won't yes, you, dear? Yes. All right. Well, yes. my goodness, I hope she snaps out of it soon. You know, maybe she can speed through the so. whole 2010s. After all, yes. that was a wretched decade. <laughs> no, not really. But. Uh, well, I do hope that uh, something can be done. And Paul, dear, please keep me abreast of the I situation, will. won't you? I will, definitely, yes. Okay, right. well, i better let you go. Um, thanks for trying, anyway. Well, I wish I could have done more, but all right, dear, I'll, I'll say goodbye now. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Uh, Bettina, can you hear me? Yes, dear, I can hear you. Oh, I feel so sleepy. Uh, Bettina, uh, did you enjoy our little journey through the years? I did, darling. It brought up all kinds of memories, both good and bad. Yes, yes. Uh, we, 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 we took a stroll from the 1990s through the 90s to the noughties. That was a fun decade. Oh, yes. I did quite a lot of things then. I, <laughs> those years were, oh, they were kind of almost like the 60s all over again. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, and then the 2010s. Oh, well, they were a bit mixed. My fortunes weren't always so, you know, <laughs> so, so um, buoyant, as it were. Um, but uh, I made some new friends. Yes, yes, you did. And uh, now, uh, tell us, what year is it now, Bettina? Oh, darling, it's 2022, of course. Well, nearly 2023. <laughs> That's right, yes. But uh, you have a lot to do. Your friends are here. Yeti uh, Uncle John, Paul, and August is waiting as well. Uh, we're about to have uh, afternoon tea. Oh, darling, uh, I need to get things ready. Have my guests arrived? They have, yes. But, but it's fine. We've got it all ready. We've sorted it all out. Oh, thank you. How marvellous. Oh, yes, I think I'm beginning to wake up. Oh, well, yes, it is time for you to wake. Then I will. Yes, then I will. Oh, oh good grief. Oh, hello, everybody. How are you all? Uh, we're... Is it OK to talk? Yes, Paul, it's fine. Uh, Patina, it's great to be here. Sorry, uh, um, um, you did ask us over for tea. Oh, darling, it's fine, I just had 40 winks. August, is everything ready? Uh, yes, everything is ready for the boys, yes. Oh, hello, Bettina. Lovely to see you. Uh, how's your ankle? How's my ankle? Oh. oh, yes, I fell off the step, didn't I? Oh, I've just been resting up. Oh, well, uh, so uh, I'm glad you're better. Uh, I'll pour you a box of chocolates. Oh, yes, Uncle John, how lovely of you. I didn't know you brought a box of chocolates, yes, Uncle John. Oh, oh, yes, I was keeping it secret as a surprise. I has it melted. It's been in the boot of my car for about three weeks. Oh, yes, Uncle John, you silly thing. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> I, I like to be prepared. Yeah. Uh, and you're feeling better, Bettina? I do. I feel like I've been asleep for days. But it was only 40 winks. <laughs> ah, good. Great. Well, um... Uh... I was so glad to have you back. Well, <laughs> you ain't sound like I've been gone for years, darling. Well, you've been travelling through the years. <laughs> yes, I... I have. With property. Uh, yes. It's sort of complicated. I feel like I was arguing with people. Ugh. Um, there was somebody called Lucian. Oh, yes, Lucian. He used to be my chauffeur. Oh, dear. <laughs> ah, yeah, well, I don't think we ever met Lucian. Oh, no, you didn't. No. <laughs> anyway. Um, right, time for tea. Uh, yes, time for tea. Uh, did, by the way, do I look anything like that Lucian? Do you look like Lucian, my chauffeur? Yes, I, I just wondered. Oh, no, dear. No, he was about 25 and about six foot five. <laughs> um, well, you're not quite that tall, and you're certainly not 25. No, I was, though, once upon a time. <laughs> yes, dear. 
I don't know why you're asking. Anyway, uh, let's go. Let's go and have some tea. Oh, yes, that would be good. Oh, that would be good, yes. Listeners, that's what we've got time for. Oh, other listeners here. Hello, listeners. <laughs> yeah, they're here. We're just going. Oh, what a shame. Oh, well. Yeah, yeah, listeners, we've run out of time, so um, you take care. Uh, we'll be back again soon. Looks like things are finally sorted out. Hooray! Oh, dear, oh, dear. What a palaver, eh? Anyway, we've got plenty of episodes in the can, so we'll be back again soon. And hopefully Bettina won't fall off any more stairs. Oh, at least I hope not. Anyway. Oh, right. OK, bye-bye for now. Bye now. Bye-bye. sorted yes she's got a memory back well yeah she doesn't really know she lost it um she she got into a sort of hysterical state after tappy called so although um it was a bit of an upset for tappy uh, that that was a trigger not tappy's voice in that it reminded her of, of her past it did remind her of the past but negatively and that set off a hysterical reaction which then um, allowed her to be hypnotised and then Cromarty was able to talk her through the rest of her years. Oh, very complicated. Oh, gosh. I hope Tappy wasn't too upset. Well, mm, uh, not not now we've explained, anyway. Oh, good. Good. Have you told Martin and Tallulah? Yes, I've told everybody. Everything's back to normal. We did learn a few tidbits about uh, Bettina we didn't know. Um, she had a chauffeur called Lucian in the early 90s who she had a bit of a um a relationship with yes well something like that oh dear <laughs> yeah still I'm glad it's all sorted out um yeah most distressing for a while most uh, worrying it was yes but it's good to have to do the back yes yes um anyway oh my phone's ringing it's Bettina but I I, I better I better go that's right, Paul. Don't keep on hold. I won't. Bye for now. Goodbye, Paul. Thank you for updating me. No probs. Bettina, it's me, Paul. How are you? Oh, darling, I'm fine. So lovely to see you the other day. Orcus says I have to thank you for something. I'm not quite sure. I don't quite understand. I think it might be that uh, you all looked after me very well when I was uh, sick with my ankle. And, uh, yes. Well, I-, I feel partly to blame for that because you fell off that... Uh, that uh, kick step when uh, uh, we were talking so I, I, I don't feel like you have to say thank you to me for anything oh darling well you know um, also I can't get through to get your Uncle John I keep trying to call him oh I think he's busy in the magpie hut uh, he may have his phone on silent 
Well, please, if you see him, thank him for the chocolates. I will, I will. Well, I'm sure we'll see each other soon. I'm sure we will. I'm glad you're feeling better. I am, darling. I feel a bit woolly-headed, but uh, anyway. Well, sometimes you feel like that after you've been ill, don't you? <laughs> anyway. Oh, I can hear the theme music, so I'd better go. Yes, yes, OK. Um, yes, I have something to ask you at some point, but I'll leave it for today. All right, then. Bye for now. Bye, Paul. Take care. Bye. Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com. What's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. Itty Uncle John? Itty Uncle John, where are you? I'm just in the magpie hut, just trying to put up this plaque. Oh, well, um, have you got your phone on silent? Petita's been trying to call you to thank you for those chocolates. Oh, were they nice? Well, she didn't say. Oh, well, uh, I'm sorry, yes, I think I have. I I left it uh, across the room there. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, uh, How is she? She's fine. Does she uh, know what occurred? I don't think she's realised, you know, that it's about a week since she fell off that ladder. No, well, uh, is August going to tell her? I don't think so. Not unless she, um, you know, not unless she remembers. Well, maybe it's for the best. Uh, uh, well, anyway. Uh, you tell John your phone's ringing. Is it? Answer it. It's comedy. Answer it. Right. Um, Robert, it's me, Paul. I'm answering your Uncle John's phone for him. Oh, golly, what's he doing? He's putting a plaque somewhere on the magpie hut. He's halfway up a ladder. Really? Gosh. How how are you? Where are you? Oh, well, you know, I'm just out shopping. I just wanted to ask him if he wanted uh, 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 some some new underwear. Really? You shop for underwear for him? I do if he asks me to. Want me to ask him? Oh, I just wanted to say, Comity, that I spoke to Bettina earlier and, uh, you know, she seems back to her normal self. You really did do a very good job. Oh, thank you, Paul. Well, I'm glad she's okay. Yeah, she doesn't really know what happened, but that's probably for the best. She just thinks she fell off the stool or whatever it was. Yes, yes. Will you ask your dear Uncle John? I, I, I'm, I'm in Max and Spencer's now. I'll, I'll go and ask him. It's Uncle John? Uh, yes, Paul. Do you need some new pants? Do I need some new pa- Oh, uh, oh, dear. Ah. Paul, Paul, what's going on? Oh, no, yes, Uncle John's fallen off his ladder. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Is he okay? Yes, Uncle John, are you okay? Oh, 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 
Uh, oh, oh dear. Oh, I lost my balance. I was distracted by you, Paul. Uh, it's John, what year is it? What do you mean, what year is it? What, what year is it? It's 1964. What, what year do you think it is? 1964? Oh, dear. He doesn't think it's 1964, does he? Uncle John, you don't really think it's 1964, do you? No, of course not. I was just teasing. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Uh, Uncle John, do you need new pants? Is that Cromarty? Is he asking? He is asking. Yes, please. Uh, red ones with um, with green spots, please. Okie dokie. Uh, I'll speak to you soon. Stop tricking, Paul. And don't fall off any more ladders. Uh, I, 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 I didn't really fall off the ladder. I, 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 I just um, made it look like I did to, to, to trick you both. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Well, I've had quite enough of this. Nobody's allowed to lose their memory or, or think it's another year. Or, or anything, at least not for another 12 months. We can't do that plot line again. Yes, that's right. We can't repeat plot lines. Um, so no, no more amnesia for at least a while. <laughs> exactly. I promise. Well, I think I promise. I can't really remember. Oh, oh, oh. oh stop it, it's Uncle John. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I'll go and get his pants. I wish you would. Maybe you can buy him a balaclava as well. I like balaclavas. Yes, yeah, so do we. It muffles your voice. Oh, that's not very nice. Oh, dear. I'll have a look for the batter clouds, too. Thanks, Cromarty. Bye for, bye for now. Oh, dear, oh, dear. How rude. Oh, oh dear. Oh, I, I want a cup of tea, but you, you haven't got a kettle in here, have you? Uh, I, 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 oh, I should have asked Cromarty. He could have got me a new one. My old one's broke. Oh, never mind. Um, I'll leave you to it. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Paul. Well, what's the plaque for? He says, uh, 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 it's just, like, me and the magpies live lived here for, like, you know, it's commemorating when we moved in together. How oh, nice. All right. Okay, listeners, we've got to go. All right. Bye for now. Bye now. Oh, bye, listeners. Oh, my, my shoulder's all crooked. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, oh, dear. That'll teach you to play pranks. Oh, ouch. Ew. What's that smell? Oh, yeah. That's perfectly normal. On the Charlotte podcast. Perfectly normal. Hello, listeners. Before we go, we have some extra material for you, unused material for two scenes that were originally recorded for this episode. Let me tell you how this has come about. For some unexplained reason, Paul recorded two 15-minute introductions for this edition of the show, one on the 27th August 2022, and then another two or three weeks later on the 16th September 2022. During editing, Paul combined the best bits of these two recordings, but inevitably some material was lost. But we have saved it for you to hear, and we present it to you now. There are some definite differences in the second scene extract as it appears that it was not to have featured in this episode at all. Now that really would have made him cross, and we certainly don't want that now, do we? Anyway, have a listen before we say goodbye, and enjoy exclamation. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. 
How are you doing? Oh, I'm not too bad. So, what are we going to be discussing in this episode? Well, we're actually we're actually checking up on uh, a friend. I feel like I'm saying that quite a lot recently. Um, as you know, possibly, Tallulah's not been exactly quite her usual self um, since uh, the garden party in the uh, early autumn, late summer, early autumn. Um, but uh, but then of late, Bettina has also not been too great. Um, if you remember, uh, she fell off a, a stepladder while she was while she was decorating a, a, a one of one of the many bedrooms in uh, uh, her house, turning it over into a little office for herself. Um, I'm surprised she didn't already have an office. Maybe this is a secondary office. That, as I say, they, they do have a lot of rooms, even though they've given away over the years quite a lot of the space um, in, in, in the house. But uh, uh, to, to, to a charity, um, if you don't know. Yeah, she... she uh, Bettina lives in a, in a house that's very large and used to belong completely to her, but over the years she's allowed certain areas of it to be opened up to the public, but uh, she still has a, you know, quite a lot of space. There was a time when she thought she was going to have to give away even more, but uh, um, fortunes have changed a little bit more of late. But but anyway, um, I feel bad because she fell off the, the, the stepladder when she was talking to me, but... Uh, Anyway, um, we better run the theme music. I'll update you further in case you haven't heard once we've done that. Um, Okay, I'll be back in a minute. So yes, run that theme music. And what about Ick? I I don't know. I don't know um, what people in the 1970s thought about people like Ick um, or whether they'd encountered them. Well, you know, Ick often says that people just look through him, past him. They they can't quite register him. Yeah, I think I think perhaps we... I, I don't want to sound bad, but I think perhaps we should leave Ick out of this just just this once. Well, I don't think he's around anyway. I think that Ark and him have gone away on some uh, retreat. Oh, really? Yes, um, an exercise and ukulele retreat. Oh, Yes, two of Uck's favourite things. We really haven't seen Uck for a long time now. Um, you know. Do you think he's going to evolve anymore? Evolve, Paul? Well, yes. He, You know, he was different when he was born and then he evolved. And uh, there was that period where he was reading horror books and being slightly sinister. And, and then he evolved again. And, uh, and uh, exercise and ukuleles are, are the order of the day and have been for quite some time now. Well, I suppose so, Paul. But a lot has happened. But... Uh, in terms of years and months, um, well, he was only born at the end of, uh, at the very end, wasn't he, of 2021. So he's hardly an OAP. <laughs> no, he's hardly an OAP. Right. Well, I think we need to get Yeti Uncle John activated. We need to get over to Bettina and August's house. Uh, do you know if Tallulah's still acting as a companion? I don't know. Tallulah is uh, quite erratic at the moment. I think the last thing I heard from Martin, he said that she was back at the music school, so so it might just be August and uh, Bettina. Well, let's see. Let's see. And we'll try and hook up with uh, with Aunt Tappy whilst we're over there. Yes, yes, that would be good. 
Okay, well, listeners, um, we're going to travel over to Bettina's house to see how she is. Um, don't quite know what we're going to find. We're going to try and reinstate the mirrors. We're going to try and get her to talk to Tappy. We're, yeah, we're just going to kind of see how she's doing. But I think before we do that, um, you should listen to, I don't know, a quiz, some Southern Park, some music. I'm not sure. Um, I'll decide what I'm editing. Anyway, um, you just keep listening. And something uh, nice will enter your ears. And then after that, we'll be back and we'll be at Patinas. Or almost at Patinas. <laughs> okay, right. Um, yeah, have a listen. Oh, yes, yes. You know, sometimes I just really wonder about the show. I really do. 596 596 here we go. I think I found it. All righty then. I guess I'll start with hello. We did learn a few tidbits about uh, Bettina we didn't know. Um, she had a chauffeur called Lucian in the early 90s who she had a bit of a... Um, a relationship with. Well, yeah. Says some... you need a serial number on the front of the meter. Yes, well, something like that. I think it does. Oh, dear. Uh, Bettina is just a darling, that's all I can say. Muffin, your friend is a backstabbing little bitch. Cool.